Hey, y'all. Welcome to Friends with Davey. Thank you so much for joining us. You picked the right night to be here. We have some incredibly special guests, and it is going to be a wild ride. Joining me are two of my very favorite people, uh, Lindsay Williams and Bryce. Let's, uh, let's say hello. Lindsay, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Always amped to be here with you, too. I love it. I love it. You're one of the few that's amped to be here with us, if I'm being completely <laughs> real. And you just got back from uh, Europe. So the fact that you're excited I to did. be here after being overseas, hey, just being man. a celebrity and everything. So cool. <laughs> I'm not a celebrity, but thank you. <laughs> you're a huge celebrity. Well, I mean, more, much more of a celebrity than myself and Bryce. Bryce, what's you're going on, there. man? <laughs> I, I hope that Lindsay got the uh, that. 10 pack of lunchables i sent you i wanted you to get that european feel with the cheese and the meats and just a tray so i actually threw them in the trash but thank you so much uh, <laughs> it was very generous of you a children's charcuterie board i believe it's it for the american cheese we're in america <laughs> intolerant honey oh Bad choice. i didn't know you were gluten intolerant wow <laughs> Listen, sorry Where's for the, the microaggression there. That was completely <laughs> unintentional. Um, hello to everyone in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to be doing a live Q&A with Lindsay. I know a lot of people had questions after the last two episodes. I actually have questions for Lindsay as well. Uh, mostly like relationship stuff. And and mostly for me, it's just going to be a lot of trauma dumping. So thank you for being here, Lindsay. Sweet. Cannot wait. <laughs> right? Isn't this fun? Me, hold on. Let me get my therapist on speed dial. There <laughs> you right. Yeah, if you could conference them in, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, um, so there's a bunch of questions we're going to be covering. If you want to submit questions in the live chat, please feel free. Uh, super chats are not required. Very welcome and appreciated, but certainly not required. If you do send a question with a super chat, obviously we'll prioritize that. But once again, this just uh, thank you for being here. Actually, what I wanted to start with, Lindsay, is I learned, actually Bryce told me, and then I saw on your social media that Shiny Happy People, the documentary that you were featured in, was just nominated for an award. Is that true? Yes, it was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. I How? wish I had an applause sound <laughs> effect. That's so cool. We'll just do it ourselves. Oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just mind blown. I, I That's mean, so cool. I'm not winning an award if this gets, if this wins, but the production does and Amazon prime. And this is just such a big boost. The director, Olivia Christ, and a lot of the executive producers, this is, uh, it's just, it's the icing on the cake because you, you think like, wow, I just, I'm, I'm so terrified to put my story out into the public. Right. And then you start seeing how big this ends up exploding across the mm -hmm. country and how many barriers it starts to cross and break down. And that, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to have a dialogue and a conversation with people. And then this, like a critics choice award nomination. Wow. I mean, mind blown. I mean, is well-deserved by everybody. Like is is that a super cool one? I know the Emmy is the big deal, right? Sure, sure. But I mean, oh. I think when it comes to documentaries, this is it's huge. And honestly, any award for putting forward That's this true. type of uh, passion project is huge. And even just being nominated, you can say for the rest of your life, I can. <laughs> I was on <laughs> Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets, nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. You know, I would love to be nominated for an award. We've we've not been nominated nod. for anything, you know. Uh, well, I award you my podcast. my friendship and and care. How's that? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you feel that that means go. more than any award does. 
Okay. We remember that when you get a real award. <laughs> if we if we if we make an award, you know, should the trophy be like an umbrella or should it be a goat? Ooh. What, what, what should the an image upside be? umbrella with a goat floating in it? Wow, how's like that? that? That sounds really cool. I'm gonna have I to get yeah. that mocked up. That's that's yeah. kind of cool. Yes. An upside down umbrella with a goat floating. Yeah, and then like we'll put, oh, it, it's like floating down a river. Do, 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 do. We'll, we'll get them three D printed. We'll put a Santa hat on the goat. You can make an ornament. It's going to be great. It'll be a whole thing. I can I love see it. it now. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nominate myself for that award. That's, that's umbrella goat. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we won the umbrella goat award. Huge deal. The roommate oh. is making no an idea early what it means, But so glad. <laughs> oh, are are the kitties here? <laughs> oh, fluffy puppy no. muffin. No. Put it away. Cat. Put the cat away. <laughs> Dude, There's I tried. No need for that right now. She's walking all over the place. <laughs> oh, what a lover, though. Bryce's oh. cats. Bryce and his kitties. That's that's actually a new podcast. <laughs> My cat's kitties. been relegated. Wait, to .com? The... I got to check that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Go, go look sure up that domain. Make sure you park that one. Um, <laughs> you know, Lindsay, one of the uh, one of the big takeaways from uh, the episodes that, uh, that we did together was uh, the emphasis on feet. That was a huge deal. Uh, from both of your episodes, Bryce and I actually talked about it at length. Probably, we probably spent way too much time talking about your feet, feet in general, <laughs> our problems with feet, you know, uh, all of that fun stuff. Poor boys, <laughs> poor and boys. I, I we're, we're we're very traumatized, clearly. Yeah. Um, and and one of the uh, some of the messages that I was getting about that in particular, um, you know, just foot preferences that sort of thing did you just hit your cat bryce no no she okay. got her claws stuck because she's an okay. idiot she's sitting here she's she's speaking she's the cat is really bit. stealing the show right He's now slapping his own feet right now like stay in control whoa be trimmed. slapping the feet is that a euphemism for something i don't know uh i forgot to check if fundamentalfeet.com was available so oh start making some money. God, no. that's another great one but <gasps> Lindsay, you said that you don't you don't like your feet even touched anymore right nope i mean i do get pedicures Okay. But it's a very different experience. But no, I'm not. Don't, don't, don't try to tickle me on my feet. Don't. Yeah, okay. no, no, no foot things. rubs. You don't you don't like to come home after a uh, long day. Well, my husband's not rub? good at it. So no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you no, feel about feet. other people's feet? He's That's the lovely, real question. But no. Um, you know what? If it's a model and I'm on a job, I will do <laughs> I will do whatever one has to. I have moisturized feet, I have painted toenails, I have uh I've had to deal with, you know, heels that have been ripped to shreds from high heels and, th and straps Whoa. and things like that. So okay, I've wait. I did not realize <laughs> as part of your job as a makeup artist, you're having to <laughs> uh enhance feet is that the right body word? makeup body makeup yeah so if someone has bruises or things like that like really? we don't have a foot specialist on set yeah it's a makeup artist because we deal with skin tones and textures and things like that so That's yeah i've so i've had my fill of gnarly feet yeah Whoa. but it's different if i'm engaging in touching someone's feet it's okay. my feet being touched that i have an issue with and i'm not like that makes sense I don't totally like fly through the roof about it, but I, it's just not, it's not a thing. If someone's not going to, like, out of your way to get foot, your feet touched, right? Right. And if someone like taps me with their foot or try, especially if I'm sitting somewhere and someone's like, Hey, Hey, I'm like, uh, like it's that yeah. is the trigger. Yeah. Oh, well, don't because of the whole footsie a, thing, right? I yeah. Mean, like that if was... we're at dinner or something and, and we're, we were sitting across from each other and you just accidentally bump my foot, I will, I will jerk away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I'm not like, Oh, that extreme. 
Oh, yeah. Flying coach must be difficult. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm 5'8", so yeah, it, it's difficult no matter what. But um, I'm just saying, like, you're right, the feet are generally just right oh i'm like there. crisscross yeah. applesauce stick them underneath the <laughs> stick them oh, underneath you're keeping the them as far away from other people as possible oh don't touch me but have i'm, I'm not people behind you sticking overall. their toes through oh I've yes i've had pictures. that before oh. yeah i'm like um yeah. i will Who use something pokey people? stabby stabby if you're gonna do that oh look the, my plastic I, fork just happened to go into the arm on the airplane they yeah mm, i don't know what kind of punishment you know but something needs to happen to those people I, something bad I've, I've done it but discreetly and with socks on like just like for oh like, okay for like 20 minutes like my feet well socks on is different also when yeah. you fly well, taking not... your shoes off is actually not an unhealthy practice because your feet do swell when you fly that's true so i usually will un unlace my shoes if it's a domestic flight but if it's overseas i have slippers so i will take them off have my socks on and I'll wear slippers on the flight. I think you need to carry pink toenail polish. And if a guy sticks his toes through, <laughs> just, just, just delicate. Uh, I was just going to say a, a sharp object. If someone sticks their feet through my armrest, those feet are getting stabbed. That's what I said. Stabby, stabby, pokey, pokey. Like yep. I will. <laughs> oh, you have nails too. Are your nails sharp? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure you can do a little damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to touch that. You don't. Feet are so disgusting. Good point. There, you do not know where those feet have been, and even if they think they know where those feet have been, they still don't know where they've been. <laughs> do, do you you want to hear the craziest thing I ever saw on a on a flight? And this was recent. A guy gets onto this flight. I can't remember where I was going. I think Florida. He sits down next to me and he pulls out a handful, like a handful of walnuts, and he places the walnuts on the ground. Like of the plane, like the floor of the plane. Yes, I'm not even joking. And he starts stomping them with his foot, crushing the walnuts on the ground, and then picks them back up and just starts eating them out of the shell and wait, leaves wait, the shell on the ground foot? with his foot or his shoe. Well, he had a shoe on, but still, like you're you're crushing walnuts with your feet that you just walked through a crowded airport. Oh, yes. <gasps> The bacteria so that gross. you have just carried. <laughs> it was disgusting. I was no. so disturbed. I yeah. even took a video of it. I think I, I think I I don't think I still have. I wish I still had it so I could show y'all show y'all how serious I am. You because... should have sent it to passenger shaming. <laughs> yes, Instagram you should have taken a photo. Is that a thing? And then yeah, that, yes, it's a and thing. in New York, no there's idea. subway pigs. Yeah, the subway Ooh, pigs. Really? Yes, it's either subway pigs or train pigs. And you you take photos and you can submit them to this Instagram. And it's people doing the most disgusting things on the subway, clipping their nails, eating oh, a full man. chicken, like just do, doing like really weird stuff. And I mean, I lived there for 10 years, so I've seen my fill. But um, yeah, clipping your toenails on the it's subway. Public shaming is really just, what it is. That, that would be a fresh hell for me. I can't stand I, the sound of nail clippers ever. My husband has to do it when I'm not home. I, the, just the sound of a clipper. <laughs> it, it gives me rage, like full on Taurus horn oh, rage. So and I'm like, even if I hear it, like if we were on the podcast right now and he started clipping in the kitchen, I would be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be like, Get out. not while I'm here. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I'm going to mic up the, ne the next time I clip my toenails. I'm going to mic it up. I'm going to make it a ringtone. Oh, and if we're nope. ever in the same room. <laughs> don't you have... dare. Bryce, we want Lindsay back on the podcast. Yeah, I there are certain like things that will never speak with us again. 
Yeah, there are not <laughs> enough goats to to forgive that. <laughs> All right. Hey, by the way, speaking of your husband, that was one of the things that that I wanted to talk about a little bit yeah. more because we didn't really even get into to that whole story of y'all's courtship and and getting married. I mean, you, you briefly addressed it, but mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I think was the most shocking for me about your story and, and getting out of the cult and kind of your life since then is that y'all made it work even after meeting in a very non-traditional way. Yeah. Um, I, I it, that, that blows my mind. I think that probably <laughs> blew my mind more than anything is the fact that y'all are still together in a healthy relationship. Um, yeah. Because God knows I can't, I, I can't manage a relationship to save my life. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was just curious how y'all like navigated through kind of the, the disentangling or deprogramming part of, of IBLP and, and the shiny happy people mm. cult. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's, I think it's hard to define, but I will try. Okay. I think that our personalities are fairly similar. Um, we're, we have a lot of things that are very opposite about us, but we we're very, well, actually, you know what? I'm just going to walk all that back. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I feel like sometimes we are, we're very similar, maybe in the way that we, uh, like our conclusion is similar, but maybe the okay. way that we uh, get to them is very different. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if people care, but I'm a Taurus. He's a Virgo. You know, as far as like astrological signs, we're very yin yang. Like we we definitely work very well together. We're both. I'm a Leo, meticulous. so I don't know what any of the other signs mean. <laughs> that just means that you and I would says. not do well together. Any. <laughs> 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 we, we would have such battles; it would not be adorable. I think I've been told awesome. I'm a Cancer. I yeah you're passive aggressive aren't you <laughs> no, i hate that i am not passive really you're not i okay, despise okay. passive aggressive but are i think you there is something to the astrological signs by I the try way not to how be. People <laughs> I, I really think there's something to it i'm it's very sensitive to, to passive aggressive i'm a i'm a cancer second born mercy what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> i was labeled a mercy but i'm a prophet and i know yes. that for a fact and your I'm husband's a like a really like he's much a teacher more quiet very subdued guy right He's very, back, yeah, he's just a little more laid back and introvert. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's um, but he can be extrovert if he's in an environment that's like that he just enjoys and he's with people mm. that you know he feel not that he has to feel safe, but that he just feels like he's vibing with. Um, Comfortable. Yeah, and it's and it's not as many as myself, but I'm also like you know the big you know <laughs> more extroverted, but I yes. am an extroverted introvert. Um, I have to really charge up to be able to put things out. Mm -hmm. And even with this, like, I mean, this is who I am. But the second we're done, I'm like, okay, pajamas on, wine, give me a TV show, don't want to talk to anybody. Like, Absolutely. I have yeah. to have big amounts of time where I recharge. And yes. he can actually be quite the opposite, where when I'm like, uh, I can't, I, I can't talk to anybody. And he's like, I'm raring to go. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to even talk to you. Here we go. But I think in the very beginning, because, it, wow, this is a, a loaded question, Davey, because I don't know that I've mm. ever really, really thought about it. You know, I just feel like we both just tr trial and errored ourselves together mm. and we loved each other enough to give a shit. Yeah. Like if it was, if something just wasn't happening, I think there's a lot of trauma bundled into it, obviously with the way that we were raised. So I was very, I was actually aware in the first 10 years of our marriage that I would default a lot. Like mm. I would, and he wasn't like assertive, like you must wear this and you shall not work at a job. Um, it was more, 
it was more me constantly doing it. Like, are you okay mm. if I get a job? Are you okay if I'm like, if I go and model for a while, like, and then I would do that. And I'm like, are you okay if I have like modeling my bikini in a bikini? Like, is that okay for you? And he's like, yeah, do whatever you want. You know, I'm just like, oh, really? Okay. Okay. And so at every turn, he was actually giving me more like permission, which I needed clearly right. because I yeah. wasn't in a healed place to say, you know, I don't need your permission. I know what I'm worth. <laughs> I didn't know to say that. But I also realized like, wow, he's kind of letting me do what I want to do. But then mm -hmm. I had, a, I, I think, again, it was that IBLP like parameters, where I was like, no, wait, he's very kind. He's mm -hmm. very so he's not authoritative, which means I'm I'm willful and I want to explore things. So then what what can I what am I doing that is maybe he's allowing me to do it, but then I shouldn't be doing it like he's mm. wearing a bikini for a photo shoot. But what if he's like he's saying it, but that's not really how he feels because he doesn't want to disappoint me. Like, even though we're not going to church, we're not doing any of the Christian things. I was still having this like full on dialogue in my head of like, well, maybe I'm becoming like a more willful dominant woman. And then, and he's like, so more like submitting and I don't want that, but then I'm not a Christian. So why am I worried about this? Right. Like it's just bananas, the conflict. And it sounds like he was just very, you know, he was validating you and, and yeah. incredibly supportive, mm -hmm. uh, from, you know, based on what you're saying here. Yeah. Um, and, and then it you didn't have words. Had to, Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Like we didn't, we didn't have therapeutic words to say like, honey, you are you. Yeah. You like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. And I'm like, but maybe you do. And maybe, do. is it Jesus? Is it IBLP? Is it all me? Are you just not being man enough? You know, like it was that weird, but I, but at every turn, I had to also tell myself, I just need to believe him. Yeah. Like if he's okay with it, then I'm going to go do it. Cause I want to. And right. I love that. You I would start feeling new free. I think that's yeah. something that a, a lot of people who didn't grow up the way that we grew up don't really understand is that yeah. we never had a chance to experience much of anything. Um, and so once we finally had that freedom for, yeah. for a lot of people like me, it was let's go as hard as possible. Right. Totally. Um, yeah. Now being Full married, you, you know, that probably helped you out a little bit to maybe not go to excess like I did. Um, <laughs> Yeah, to a degree. Also, I do. I just want to mention Chad, a little arch radish down here. Prophets can get the fuck out. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> do you want to remain my friend? <laughs> I was about Watch to mention. Yourself, Chad. I'm pretty sure this is Chad. And this is Chad from, uh, he was also in the Shiny Happy yes, People. This is world right? domination, Chad. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Chad, who hurt you? But we all know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, Bill Gothard. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Yes. Um, but I, I think that there was something about the two of us also coming from mutual trauma, although his mm. was not nearly to the depth of mine. He, we understood where we had come from. Yeah. And so I think to to some, some degree, he just knew I needed to be free. Yeah. But again, we didn't have those words to have that conversation, like a super conversation. But also right. in this time frame is going on. The I told him before we got married, I think I said this in one of the, uh, the episodes where I was like, I don't want to have kids for the first five years. Are you OK with mm -hmm. that? Right. Because if he wasn't OK with it, 
I was okay with not getting married. That's how serious I was. Yeah, you said that was a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah like I will, I love you, but I love my body more. <laughs> and I love, I don't want to have kids yet. It's too much. Um, and so every five years, we would revisit the conversation. So on mm. our fifth anniversary, sitting at our anniversary dinner, I'm like, so how are you feeling? <laughs> you know, like, oh, we... You know, I'm still not feeling like procreating. Where are you at on this? You know, and he's like, I'm good. And I was like, really? Like, am I mind growing The ideal guy. Yeah, I'm like, how? 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 Like, just the sweetest, most accommodating, supportive dude. He is. Maybe that's my whole problem. I think that actually might be my problem, Brett. Calm, calm, calm down, Davey. If he, if they ever break up, I already called dibs. Right, you already got dibs. Oh, I don't right. know a mercy and a prophet, and he already took my husband's name. So what are we gonna do? No, no, di- yeah, di- no. I'm, t- I'm telling dibs on Bryce. You're like I'm a Bryce for Bryce. Bryce for no, no. I'm Bryce for Bryce. We're going Bryce for Bryce oh, on this, baby. I don't know uh, where Lindsay's gonna be. I'm gonna be with Bryce. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got you. So when I'm gone, you know what? Let's can we just do a quick sub out, Lindsay? Can you get your husband in here? And we want to talk to him uh, a little boo. bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god! I don't so know if cool. we'll ever see him on a live. <laughs> no, he's not. The, that's nope. that, that's not his vibe. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's just gonna stay as the support. How big a guy uh, is he? Uh, <laughs> he well, <Jesus>. no. <laughs> he's five eleven. Because that's oh, cool. what you meant. All right. no, that, that, that that's workable for me. I can work with that. You know. <laughs> I won't be able Brown to wear heels, hair, obviously. Blue you know. eyes. Yeah. Wow. Pillow lips, remember. <laughs> yeah, the pillow lips. What a That's what a how dream we stayed though. married for wow. 23 years. <laughs> your pet name for your you husband is just pillow need lips. to get pillow lips, y'all. That's, <laughs> you that's, apparently that's all you need. I'm ordering you embroidery towels, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Pillow lips. Pillow lips. No, it's sense. Mr. Pillow lips. I got pencil lips, honey. He's pillow lips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're married into it. Right. True, true. Yeah, fair. But I would say also, also it's just a long, like checking in with each other and mm. being like, he wanted to make a career move and I was freelance. I've been freelance for a really long time. And obviously I'm not like the major breadwinner being a freelancer like that. Um, but I love that we could use our, like my funds as play funds. Like we were like, Hey, uh, my money takes us on vacations. My money gets us mm. furniture. It gives us a house renovation, um, all the fun, extra money. And I remember too, when I, when we got married, I was like, I want my own bank account. Like I have to have something that is me because mm. I'm not, I just, what if something happens to you? I don't want to go back to my home. Like right. I have to prove to myself that I could live by myself. So my goal when I first started freelancing as a makeup artist, my goal every month was to make sure that I could pay for a an um a non uh, happening rent. Like could I could I pay for rent? Could I pay for a cell phone? Could I pay for a car? W- what would my life look like? And that was probably probably for the first I don't know, like maybe 5 years of our marriage yeah. that I would do that for myself and I think it was just a paranoia and a fear that something might happen to him and he would be gone forever. And I would be dumped back in to Mm. the shithole that I was in before. I think that's a good exercise for anyone though, just to make sure that if anything ever happened from a financial perspective, that that you'd be okay, which is so admirable because obviously in, in the shiny, happy people cult, we were not taught anything about finances at all. Except come on, on, Jim Sammons, financial freedom summer. Come on, bro. Don't you drop your mom 
on the corner when you go to work and pick them up on the way back home? Come on. Or is it vice versa? You drop your Muppets off on the street corner when you're going home. Your Muppets of Worry. Do you guys not remember this? I don't remember that. Oh, I'm so sad. Y'all aren't true IBLP kids. I'm still trying to gather the resources to buy my first big real estate property like Mr. Sanders. Fair. Mm -hmm. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I did like all of their financial stuff and, and, and there, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there, obviously. Like, you know, it's good to avoid debt, typically sure. speaking, you know, um, no, but we're all in it now no practicality to it whatsoever. No, it's you more know, basically the shame. stock market was gambling. Of course, like they yeah. equated that to, you know, playing the slots in Vegas. I just, so stupid. it keeps you, it keeps you in a weird space of like, Oh, I should be humble or I should be grateful for the money I have. Right. Don't, don't try much harder don't try to succeed also feel weird when you do make good money mm-hmm. um the financial freedom seminar is trash all of it i don't think they're but, it's not even uh, worth watching it to order in order to pick out the four tidbits of goodness just go and google how to be financially free of all of the seminars it was the most entertaining i was like oh that seminar over the other ones cool let's do that one that's fine well he had was- a better speaking voice i felt like jim sammons was easier to listen to Mm-hmm. than bill you mean the texan oh. over the non-texan the yankee <laughs> hey Ooh. i'm a yankee bro you shout out texas watch yourself. shout out <laughs> um it's just it's so cool to me that that y'all kind of eventually arrived at the same conclusions uh yeah just just by talking it out existing together um and working through it it hasn't. I, I will definitely. I also don't want to like paint like, oh, we've had the most perfect, you know, marriage of all time. I mean, there have been moments. I I remember around. Um, I think we hit year seven, and of course, everyone that was secular, like, oh, you're gonna get the seven year itch, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is, you know. And I remember googling it. And I'm like, ew, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> like and and first of all be, because of the all of the things and the trauma that i had the idea of being intimate with any other person on the planet was just like yeah no like no so right. i'm like this guy has to live forever because he's the only <laughs> one i'm doing this stuff with like i'm not gonna try to engage with some other human like dating what no. are you crazy <laughs> like hell no that's gonna be so exhausting you I'm really are a courtship success story Lindsay. i don't know if you know that or not <laughs> but but am i really <laughs> like really no y'all really did like did i, I mean your husband kind of forced his way into it. That's, a stranger that's a to my to father mm-hmm. like no no, yeah. I'm not a full on. He, he berated your father. Exactly. And he got his daddy door. involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, but what a that that by itself, like I was thinking about that, 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 that whole story, you know, mm. where y'all y'all didn't see one another or talk to one another for how long was it? How many months was it? Five. Well, yeah, five, five months at least. Five months. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the whole time he's just waiting and, and hoping and then as soon as he's able to, he reaches out, gets denied, gets denied, and still perseveres through all of that. I mean, yeah, wow. Like that's, like, we, that's like fairy tale stuff. When, when I was like Shrek and little Lord Fauntleroy or whatever the frick his name <laughs> the was. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> yeah, Farquaad. Fauntleroy. Um, Fauntleroy is a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> Homeschooled, <laughs> shut up. Um, but he, he and I, like when I first got back from Oklahoma, 
my friends at headquarters were telling me, you need to reach out to him. You need to say, mm -hmm. say hi to him. And I'm like, I'm just so scared. I don't, I don't want what I remember to be ruined by mm -hmm. truth and whatever that could be. And one of my friends was like, he's miserable. He's so miserable. Will you please? Cause they still had to work with him. Um, right. He was working remotely and they're just like, we ain't working with him because he's so <laughs> fucking. He's just, he's just pining for awful. you. Nonstop. Yeah. Just uh, poor little um, so, emo boy. Exactly. Yes. So I like, I just, I, I am dim and I was like, Hey, uh, hi. And I like, I don't know if I told you guys, but I still have the AIM, uh, the AOL nice. message. Like I saved the entire thing. Really? And it's so funny to me because it's so you can tell our timidness, but then we're not sure. And then you just see us like, okay, we're good. We're right. We we've never left each other. And then we just like kind of fall into it. But knowing what we know now, you can sense his restraint of like, are you okay? Mm. How did things go? Not wanting to fully pry. Now he knows I'm back with my family, which he knew all of the dynamics of my home. So mm. he was like very, like gently trying to understand what was going on with that. And I wasn't giving him the full broad spectrum of it because you know, you just, how far can I trust this person? And also I'm not around this person anymore. He's right. in New York, I'm in Florida. So mm. like there, there is no way for two ATI kids to bang their way to each other at this point, but online. Mm -hmm. Um, so when he started reaching out my, to my dad, I did not know that he was reaching out to my dad. Um, he did not divulge right. that to me, yeah. but the, the mess up he, the first mess up he made <laughs> was he actually sent a Christmas card to me, to my home address. And he sent me a check for like a hundred dollars. Oh my God, I'm old for like a hundred dollars to help me buy a ticket to go back to headquarters just to see my friends because I'd been so quickly ripped away from them. And I, I missed them, you know, like, yeah, wow. headquarters was a clusterfuck, but I was so uh, heartbroken and just, I pined them. And I know that Bill wasn't going to let me come back to headquarters. And mm -hmm. I was just like, all my whole community and friendships are there. So he sent me a hundred bucks because I, I had a little bit of money from work. Cause when I worked at headquarters, I did have a paycheck. I was paid monthly. Um, cause I was a special one and I was on staff, but, um, <laughs> so I had a little bit of cash, but I didn't have enough to really be able to like afford the ticket or whatever. And I was trying to save some money. So he sent that hundred dollars so that I could go up there. And my dad, of course, he, saw this thing i think my mom showed yeah. it to him and uh he was like we well, have to send this back immediately to this young man and of course they already knew like he's the guy that i kissed and blah 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 so they mm -hmm. became a little bit aware that <laughs> this guy has not just like his flame has not burned out and so i had to ashamedly send the check back but i still really are you scared? they they yeah. legitimately made you send that yep. Christmas card and check back. What? Oh, honey, you, uh, we will have to do a podcast sometime. Honestly, I have letters. The letter I wrote to his parents when I had him demoted from headquarters and mm -hmm. my, because of my imp moral impropriety, I wrote them a letter of apology mm. for destroying their son. Wow. And it is it like, I never remember anything that I wrote and then I read it and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the hell? Well, you, Should you we hear the brainwashing like in your word, right? I mean, it's, it's yes. crazy. I, I like, and as you're Unreal. saying this, I'm remembering all the letters that my high school sweetheart, I say high school sweetheart, obviously I was homeschooled. She was actually in high school. Wait, but yeah. the girl that I was dating, <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, Bryce. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> she was the head cheerleader. Oh, very man. popular. Very, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I did uh to secretly date her but that's that's why i got sent to indianapolis was was 
you know, secretly dating this, this right. outsider. Right. Yep. Um, but Double she sense. was, she was sending me letters while I was in the life focus program, mm-hmm. uh, at Indianapolis. To Indy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were intercepting them and sending them to my parents. <gasps> so my parents got all those letters. I never, I never heard anything about it. Never so you heard no a clue. word. Um, She's like and, holding uh, a handkerchief and mailing it to you. Like it's <laughs> that is dastardly gross. It was evil. And because I'm really sorry, Davey. Now, what a betrayal! Yeah. A betrayal yeah. of 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 everything. Your care for this person. Mm-hmm the authorities that were in your life at the moment your parents like such a breach of trust and confidence and and the way that that like messed with my head too Mm -hmm. that's i i i know that's why i kind of acted out while i was in indianapolis because i'm like person that we said we were in love we're going to be together forever and of course that's you know it's puppy love whatever yeah Uh, but she's she's abandoned me just like my parents have at this point right um, and I, I know that's why I acted out with with the uh, two of the young ladies at the uh, at the training center at the compound there. Yeah. Wow. I, the, uh, I Wait, hate it. I hate two so much young of that ladies. Press. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't recall. I'm being not surprised. Two. It's Davey. Not there was either. there was one primary. There was one primary, and I don't want to mention. Yeah, I don't want to mention any names or anything because some people started figuring it out. <laughs> and then another another the primary had an earlier bedtime than the secondary, <laughs> so we just had to have a backup. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Dude, listen, I was I was hurting. Okay, I was I was really traumatized at that point because my girlfriend wasn't writing me. Uh, but yeah, uh, P, P, I, there's a couple of people that kind of figured out probably yeah. uh, who that was, even though. I've I've tried to track one of them down for years, years and years, and someone finally let me know, like, "Hey, she's good. Everything, everything, yeah. everything turned out all right for her." Isn't it crazy how you need that? Because I had yeah. I had someone as well that I was like, mm-hmm. I was really, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to go deep into this. I don't really talk about it, but there was someone that I was like, I think this could be the one. And then mm-hmm. again, we were cut off immediately, and I I've, I've wondered for 20 years what happened to this person. And, you know, like, like, are they happy? That's all I cared about. I was like, I just want them to be happy, you know, like, and and I, why? Because I loved them because I cared about them because, and like you said, it was puppy love. I don't care what kind of love it was. It was love. Mm -hmm. And in, in, in normal relationships, if it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. You move on in the real world. But here in Christianity and fundamentalism, it's like, Oh, scourge on your whole soul. And you're going to burn in hell forever. You know, and it's just ripping away that person. Yeah. Like pull them away. You know, you can't have that. How dare you? And I'm like, did I remember yeah, you they, telling me that in high school you're you made dated. to feel guilt? Yes, just that for it was my normal fault. human emotions. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. What? You weren't yeah. empty enough. You were not mm-hmm. empty enough to fill it with the spirit. Instead, you tried to fill it with other that, things. That's what it was. You weren't dedicated to God. You yep. didn't love God enough. If you're you are distracted. feeling these kinds of emotions towards yep. another person, then mm-hmm. you don't love God enough. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this is a good time for me to reveal that I had a training center crush, and I'm pretty sure. It was mutual. I'm sorry. I had to in kind. I just, that's for Davey. I'm sorry, right Aaron. I'm sorry, you. Aaron. That was for Davey. Training center, not school. <laughs> training center. You were at yeah. a training center with your sister. This is I don't true, know if you forgot. But that's not when this happened, I don't think. No, this my sister wasn't Fair. there at the time. 
Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. So she was, she was, yeah, we, we were having a good time and we worked together in the kitchen and vibing, you know, and then she had to get, she went home early, but I don't think it was like she got sent home. I think she had to go home for something else, but a certain somebody on staff whose name Shaj not mentioned seemed to pick up on the vibe and had me go up and help her bring her luggage down and left me alone in the room with her where we stood and stared at each other. What? Wait, did they do it because they were like, oh, we know you care about this person and you can say goodbye? Or did they do it as a, here's to torture your soul? No, it was, it was... I don't know why. Or to see you she, stumble. I don't know. I, well, no, yeah, no, 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 like, no. Like, no, no, no. If they were concerned about no. it, they would have said no. Absolutely no, no. zero contact. We're right. we're isolating you. Exactly. But they, this person was one of the the good ones on okay. staff. Okay. Okay. And was cool. And, I need and, context. <laughs> yeah, she she kind. I, I I wouldn't even be surprised if she winked when she left the room. I was, <laughs> but I just remember I was just like, what? What's that supposed to do? It's <laughs> known as ocular intercourse. Chad knows exactly Chad, what he's talking about. Chad that is, is so like accurate. Tonic. <laughs> Man, I, I, I haven't had that in a long time. Just, I need you to make memes, bro. I need you to make memes for the internet. I at each other, you know, like that. that's really <laughs> what it was. That's that's a that's a next T-shirt right there. Oh my god, I've made so many T-shirts in the past couple months, man. <laughs> I need to actually make them. <laughs> you this call one's it, Chad's I, I, alone. I call it ocular intercourse. We are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> she ocular intercourse the heck out of me, man. Did like, you see that? Oh, she wants you. She ocular intercoursed you so hard. <laughs> yeah, she kept, she kept making me pick things up off the ground. And then she winked. <laughs> oh, so good. So, so good. Uh, but that that is an interesting story, though, Bryce, because if if that person noticed the, the chemistry there and then intentionally let y'all be alone together. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was a, 16. That's a cool 16. guy. That's a big time cool guy. 17 or 18. Actually, we need more was... we need more people like that in our lives that's what we really yeah 17 or 18 year old brandon should not be allowed alone <laughs> in a room <laughs> unattended with a with a female of the same age it's a bad idea why am i dizzy why am i so dizzy right now? <laughs> why am i still concerned and now you're older <laughs> well, my pants are tight <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, we gotta, yeah. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta gonna, clean up. All right, moving go on. Part of the weeds on this. I'm just, I'm just, uh, we're so live. We're not recording. This, I know, <laughs> I know, this is, this is on the internet forever. Oh. <laughs> well, that's y'all's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, the, oh, the, the other thing, the other thing, Lindsay, that I wanted to ask you about was uh, obviously you, you don't affiliate with any. Uh, religion any longer i think you've you've referred to yourself as an as an atheist right yeah yeah and is is your husband the the same way um i don't i yes but i wouldn't say that he's like i'm an atheist he's just 
he's just cool and relaxed <laughs> you know he, he's like he's just not a nerd <laughs> yeah or maybe he's a little bit um he's in the computer tech field so you know he is a nerd but no it, I, it I just means it's not part of his daily it isn't his you know. life is it doesn't doesn't it doesn't help him function it doesn't stop him from functioning um the the really weird thing with shiny happy people he He's again, this is going to sound so weird for me to say this, but he, I need to rephrase my shit. I was gonna say he allowed me to do the documentary. That's not the truth. That's, that's my brain still right. in like deeper programming. That's the programming. Yep. Like, he affirmed he was okay. it. Okay. He's like, yeah, go yeah. do your, do your thing. Um, and I'm like, well, okay, but you know, I'm going to be speaking out about stuff and your family's not going to like it. And my parents probably are going to hate it. And he's like, do your thing. You know? And I'm like, yeah. okay, here I go. I want to do it. So thank you uh, for, again, for, permissioning me that's because support and affirmation like, again right i still need permission um yeah. and, and i'm a lot better even from the documentary and more of the therapy to be able to per give permission to myself i don't need to always look for affirmation like you said well you don't have that rebellious pink hair anymore you know i was well, pretty concerned about that one we have the all clear it's coming back um but he like he was okay with me doing it, but he wasn't involved in it. He hasn't right. been involved in like in uh, in the activism that I've been putting forth. Mm -hmm. But he also didn't suffer the things that I did. And True. he's a very busy man making the the dough and the bread for the household. So we mm -hmm. appreciate. Um, he's also very high up in what he does, and he's got his own life going on, right? Right. Um, but when we watch Shiny Happy People, I mean, I'm sitting on the couch just like sobbing for four hours, and he was just so wonderful. He's just like holding me, and I'm like, I can't. I don't know why. I do know why, but like, I'm like, I can't believe I'm reacting like this. Like I should be so proud and like victory lap. And I'm like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm just like re-traumatized. This is horrible. <laughs> what everything that we went through, God save me. And, um, you know, afterwards, uh, we just started having a lot of discussion because I was like, how is this not impacting you the same? Like, how are you not crying? How are you not mad? Why are you just like back to work? And it's, and I'm not trying to paint that he's not emotional, you know, he's a very loving guy, but it, it, he just seemed like, well, back to the job. <laughs> and, right. and then I'm over here, you know, every, every week it's like five podcasts and I'm like, oh my God, this is just, this is so much. And yet I'm so proud. I'm glad that I'm doing it. I'm proud of the way the show has affected people. And we started talking about like his, the effect of IBLP on him versus me. And he was telling me that when he went to headquarters, he went because he needed, he, he wanted to be a programmer and he was like, Hey, they have a big system, a database, and I need something bigger to, you know, cut my chops into in order to like, be able to get into the real world. Like he already, uh, you know, in his early twenties and late teens, he's already figuring out if I want to do this in the real world, I'm not going to get there through Bill Gothard's training. Right. I need to actually have access to things. So he's a really just self-propelled, brilliant person. Mm -hmm. And so he went to headquarters simply to work on bigger systems. To get that experience. Yeah. It had nothing to do with. And with he happened to meet the love anything. of his life there. I mean, but anything. Yeah. And, then, and I was like, we, we have a pool. We're very, I'm so blessed. <laughs> A pool in california but it also it, was like uh, it, i'm not moving to california until i have a pool in my backyard <laughs> so bish you better produce but anyway Whoa. we're just like we're like floating in the pool and i was just like so wait a minute you you're telling me that that for the for the last 24 years you haven't given a fuck about iblp mm. and he's like not really i didn't really i'm like 
how am I just now learning this? Like I've just lived 24 years of my life with you in my orbit. And I didn't realize well, but, but you know, how that, disconnected that, he was versus me. It points to how different everyone's experiences are, you know, yeah. like, but his you, family is so staunch in it. His family is still, still? in, yes, they still homeschool oh, kids. Wow. Like they are still like really, really in the sauce. And so I was like, I look, I think it's mm. partly, I look at his family and I'm like, well, oh my God, they're like, they're still doing all this stuff. And it's 24 years later. And he's just like, Bleh. You know, and I'm just like, how? But his dad had to have been like at least somewhat cool because he kind of reached out to your dad on his behalf. So, well, he's the firstborn son. Ah, okay. That was my, that's my thought. I could be okay. wrong. Okay. But I'm like, he's the firstborn. And like, I met his family a, a time or two when I was at headquarters. So his dad got to meet me. Um, You know, anyway, I'm <laughs> beloved in his family. Are you really? I'm just a great, yeah, because I'm crazy. Like to so, them, I'm just like effervescent and I, I don't really have the boundaries of, you know, oh, I must be. But like even with your departure health. from IBLP and your religious persuasions, like they well, still they are. They don't know I'm a atheist. Oh. They do now. <laughs> well, they don't follow no, they don't me on all this stuff. They, yeah. yeah, but they don't follow me on any of this stuff. And even if they did, surprise, hi, you now know the truth. But, right. <laughs> but it's also. Like I, when I would go and visit, I would wear a skirt for probably the first five or six years. And because wow. of my modeling stuff, I finally was like, I really like pants. Mm -hmm. You know why? They feel really safe. Yeah, for sure. Pants are safe attire. Mm -hmm. A skirt is it's just not safe There's for all, me. I have said that. So how is that the more modest option? It makes so vulnerable. no logical sense. Mm -mm. Yes. Mm -mm. I mean, just it makes perfect sense versus pants and see what. And happens. I really like that. My thighs don't chaff. Can we it just makes be real? Perfect sense. <laughs> you are in the skirt. You are able to drop that baby immediately. Kaboom. Whenever Give you me another one. <laughs> ready to go. That's a great point, Bryce. It yeah. is, yeah. I mean, you know, especially when you're a Duggar, man, I mean, 19, it's because of the skirts. It's the ease of function. Um, but when I started wearing pants, that re I, I knew I had to just brace for impact from the response that I might get. Mm. And they didn't really have a lot to say, but I could tell they were just like not comfortable with it. Well, it's now been like 20 years. So they, you know, either you they, have me yeah, at they, your Thanksgiving out, yeah. with pants or you just don't have me at Thanksgiving. Right. Um, I temper myself. I can't believe it, but I don't actually cuss when I'm, when I'm at their house. Really? Because you are just an absolute sailor, oh, as we all know. Hotty mouth. I don't <laughs> know how to not cuss. I was literally on a podcast this morning with Chad and I was trying to, I was going to say mind fucked. <laughs> and I was like, mind screwed. And then I was like, that this, sounds awful. Mind fornicate. And I was like, there you go, Bryce. Mind like, brainwashed. <laughs> I was brainwashed. And I was like, why did that not even come to the top of my head? I'm like, nope, brain screwed. <laughs> but you know what? I, I actually appreciate, I, I appreciate you mentioning that, Lindsay, because I think a, a lot of times there's this tendency for, for people who grew up in this, in this kind of environment, this culture to almost try to to rub their departure from that way of thinking. I almost said rebellion, but it's not rebellion. It's just yeah. we've evolved past that, right? Or we've yeah. we've changed our th thought processes. Um, but there's this tendency to almost like try to rub that in your your parents' face. I don't really right. think that's necessary. 
No. You know, you're not changing who you are just by tempering yourself around people any more than you are by not swearing in front of your boss at work. Yeah, it's still a level of respect. Yes. It's and I don't look, I don't respect the way that they're living. I don't respect the way they're raising kids. I don't respect their belief system, but I respect them as humans and I'm coming into their space, you know, and, and I, like my husband still loves his family, you mm. know, and I love him. Yeah. And so if I do go, if and when, which is not often, because again, I can, I can only handle so much of not being who I truly am. Right. And honestly, it's getting worse because I can't transform into this thing that I know will make other people comfortable anymore. I mm -hmm. cannot imposter syndrome, a falseness of myself anymore. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't have respect. I mean, mm -hmm. when I'm on photo shoots or I'm in the presence of people that I need to work with, I'm, I will temper myself. It means sure. I may not talk as much because I don't trust my face to say, <laughs> the, to not say crappy things, but it's because it's bec what I love about the fact that I cuss is that it is mine. Right. And when I use it, I think I use it to affect <laughs> and it's, you know, it is my vernacular and I use it and the, the F same word is way an I use any other words. Versatile word, you know, it's, love it. <laughs> I love, I love this <laughs> from Chad. I said bull hockey. <laughs> he did like 20 minutes later. I'm like mind screwed. And I'm like, nah. well, uh, you know, when you're brainwashed and then later on he was like, yeah, well the bull hockey. And I was like, Oh, he did not. Ooh, that's <laughs> that's oh. bad. No, I was going to ask, I was going to ask what y'all's favorite substitute swears are because mine and it's not even that I used it. I just thought it was hilarious. It was shut the front door. Yes. That was like my favorite yes. thing. Or or the one I used a lot as a kid was dad gummit, which is hilarious because it's basically an anagram for God damn it. You know, um, but Bryce, favorite, favorite substitute swear. Uh, I'm trying to. We're going to come back to Bryce, Lindsay, because <laughs> my we weren't Lisa. even allowed to say, but like, but was a, is in my like mother's B -U -T -T? still. Yes, my mother still does not like the word "but" at all, and it's a, said it's in anatomy. front of her. I know, yeah. Um, you know, every once in a while, we would we would sneak it. You know, you grab the Old Testament and talk about an ass, and be like, mm, "It's right there." <laughs> it says it. Well, but that's referring to the animal. Okay, well, can we call the dog a bitch then? I think "gosh darn it" was thrown around. Okay. Um. Man, I my my mom had a particular thing that she said that we, we were oh my gosh I don't know if I can reveal that uh, we no. couldn't even say oh my gosh in my household my yeah. dad was like it's too close to oh my god mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we had the same and thing like, my mom my mom's favorite is oh my stars and it's so <gasps> endearing oh my god I used so much to say for that too <laughs> oh my stars yes. you said that also yes I was saying the most bizarre phrases as a teenager I even told <laughs> I told my husband. Oh, when we were in headquarters, because I didn't, I think what I, when I, I have to preface this before I say this, because it is so humiliating, but I like, I was looking for cuss words. Okay. And I didn't have them. <laughs> so then, and I didn't even have biblical. I wasn't like, oh, you ask, because that's the Bible. It was just like, I just, I'm frustrated and I'm flustered and you're cute, but like, screw you you know and it's that i would i told him one of the first times i ever met him i was like eat your hat what and eat he literally your was like, hat 
what? Like <laughs> he will never let me live this down. It, it will it will probably be on my tombstone, or he'll say it to me before I die. Um, but like, <laughs> but you eat your hat. Like he'll he'll say that to me sometimes when we're like frustrated or something. Like go eat your hat, and I'm like. That's a great way to diffuse an argument, actually. I yeah. didn't have the words. But my <laughs> other one was Oh My Lanta. Okay. You guys ever oh, say my that? Yeah. oh My Lanta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really say that one, but a lot of my friends did. Yeah. But Oh My Stars. I crap was one. a swear. I crap, remember my yep. little brother getting in trouble for saying crap. Uh, mm -hmm. We couldn't say sucks. Yep. Like that sucks. Uh, my mom has the most adorable uh, story about my little brother. He sucked his thumb until fairly advanced age um and he saw a bumper sticker on a car that said mean people suck and that got him to stop sucking his thumb because he didn't want to be mean <laughs> who knew that would be the cure <laughs> wow right that's pretty adorable oh yeah, yeah i mean um, you couldn't say oh my gosh oh my god obviously oh my goodness like sometimes my dad would be sure. like but my, no no Ooh, we could say we would say that. I think my mom would even say that. I mean, we're, you know, from East Texas. Shucks, so. oh golly. Oh, darn. Oh, like my all the things. So, yeah, eat your hat. What else can I say? Those are the safe words. Eat. I thought it was funny one time to say son of a biscuit, but uh, <laughs> I know my yeah. parents, they had a problem <laughs> that with is... that because it was way too close. No. Couldn't yeah. say frick or freak. Frack. You know, or frack. Not even, not freak, frack or frick. <laughs> yeah, none of them. No. <laughs> They lived None down the street and they were heathens. <laughs> that I mean, honestly, it lots I maybe that's why fuck is my favorite word. It's it's a great word. I just YouTube it, doesn't like it necessarily, but I I can't. Oh well, sorry, you didn't get banned on YouTube because of me. I think I think as long as we're not saying like, it like back to back to back to back, as yeah, long as we're yeah. spacing it out with some fricks <laughs> and some, oh my so stars and my lantas, I think earmuffs YouTube earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you still go to type the f word in your phone and it's like. Holy duck. You're like, no one on the planet says holy duck. Lindsay's early here? cussing. Because <laughs> she just doesn't know how to use them. I, I love that. That is pretty accurate, Chad. Thanks. Oh, Thanks. that's great. You read that's my journal. So good. Um, that's oh hilarious. God, I'm like eight shades of red. <laughs> uh, so so you you uh you got out of the cult eventually you know separated from all religion yeah. what did, did it feel strange when you were kind of moving away from from church and god no system? no it, it no. was it was just a big relief and it and 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 again I, i'm not going to say that i was like instantly an atheist um the atheist is in the last year chad is my mm -hmm. witness on that um, I couldn't define anything, but yeah. when we got out of IBLP, meaning when I got married, so my husband and I, we get together and we move somewhere. Um, we were about an hour and a half away. We were in Indianapolis or Indiana, and we moved about an hour and a half away from, uh, Oak Brook because he was still working remotely for the ministry. And I was okay. working with character link. Um, another story for another time, <laughs> but, um, but, um, I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> but we we were actually living in a city that was close to where a few other ATI kids that had also gotten married were living. And um, it wasn't we didn't like get together for like events and, you know, I don't know having dinners or things like that. But we went to the same church because that's mm. what us AI and I people do. We all congregate right. in churches. And I 
I don't remember, so I'm just going to spit out what I feel in my gut right now. But I think we probably lasted church going for another six months to eight months oh, wow. from getting married and landing there. And I, it just, I don't even know how to really articulate this, but it became painful to walk in the doors. Mm. I now I'm a married woman. I felt like everyone was sniffing the air for my pregnancy hormones, um, which was really, really uncomfortable because again, in, in my, in my very strange, immature, uninformed mind, what they were really doing was making sure I was screwing my husband. Mm. That's how, that's the only way I could, understand this like you're asking me if i'm having sex every sunday yeah it's such a are that, you pregnant are and, you pregnant that's not maybe they don't ever think about that part but you're i'm i was a purity culture chick for right. how many years and now every sunday you're asking if i'm expecting right. you are asking if i am fucking my husband and it yeah. is not <laughs> okay it's so like, I was weird. so and literal. Like, that dichotomy the right there, Lindsay, it's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Now you better do it all the time all as much as possible time. until you've got a baby cooking. No. Uh, it's just so sex weird. education to no, give not. you a good time. You should have <laughs> just asked them, asked them right back. No, I, I'm I'm not pregnant yet. What about you? And even though she's like 53. <laughs> oh, I I told pregnant? my mom about six months in because she would ask all the time, like, oh my God, are you guys expecting? I was like, you realize you are asking me if my husband is fucking me. <laughs> like I was over? done. She's like, well, we just want to see the blessings of God and we want a grandchild. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, if you ask me one more time, you will find out I'm pregnant when the child is born. Like, I won't, I'm not going to call you. A completely different way with the threat there. <laughs> and they're 18. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to allow you to be, I don't know, it, 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 enjoying it, me growing a, a thing in my body like a fucking alien waiting for it to emerge from myself like i was not i i never and i'm just a weirdo but i wasn't even with all this upbringing i resisted this feeling or this this like uh mentality that i needed to procreate i was mm. the whole time my barbies when I had Barbies before I was even ATI, honey, they were going places. They were not having little skipper dolls and all this kind of stuff. They were not like, oh, give me the dream house. They were they were flying. They were driving cars. They were doing all the things with all their girlfriends, like full on Barbie movie. Like she did not need the Ken. <laughs> and so as I got older, I was like, okay, I have the Ken. I love him. He's great. But I don't want all this other stuff. And you're asking yeah. me things that are really private and personal. And for what? You want me to do this and then for bragging rights to cuddle them once a year? Like, so no. The last <laughs> Sorry, time really my hot. mother, <laughs> the last time my mother asked me about that subject mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's not on my mind, you know? And she, she said something and I was like, she's like, but what about your father's legacy? And I'm like, <laughs> 
This isn't the 1500s. I'm not inheriting a title and a lordship with lands. You don't have okay? shipyards. It's not. I'm like, what no, I'm not. Legacy. That's so. Funny. I'm, not, I'm not going to go and have. And plus, guess what? That's a 50-50 chance, or maybe less, depending right. on whatever. That I'm just gonna. I mean, we have friends who had ten children, no, twelve, and they're bookended. There's like a. There's a son was the second one, and then a son was the last one. So, and they're like, all the rest are girls. Lots of daughters. Noise. It's like, what are you? This mindset. Well, but you can do it in certain such, positions, Bryce, that mindset. you can guarantee a boy. Okay, so oh, let's just, okay. yeah, let's. <laughs> and you have to do it in front of a male goat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it under the old hickory. And it's drink just invasive. Gorilla. It's invasive. This is, this is what it's... I'm going to do for that culture, Lindsay. I'm going to start training dogs to smell pregnant women, and then I will sell them to these churches, and they won't have to ask anymore. The dog will just. Point. I don't want it's a like dog on my couch trying to figure out if I'm pregnant. <laughs> Get your dog out of my space, man. It's like, but at, at the end of the day, like they they don't realize that. And maybe, and obviously in their hearts, they're like, hmm, I wonder if he's screwing her husband, you know, but it, it, that is, that is how this effectively happens. Mm -hmm. So you're putting a pressure on someone who's lived in purity culture. And then you're just you, this expectation that they must produce, that they must perform. Like it's still performative pressure. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm already a perfectionist. I, I shudder to think what kind of mother I would have been had I had a child right out of iblp oh yeah i want to believe that i could have fought it to have become something because i'm so headstrong and i feel clear about how i feel but i was not healed myself so i would be yet another generation of broken humans breaking more humans and i just i, I think that there was somewhere in my gut that knew that this is what was not healthy for me i right. cannot do this and I won't do it. And of course, it offended my mother-in-law and it offended other people. And I'm like, I really don't care how you feel. It's one of the things I was actually clear about, not caring about what anyone thought. Almost everything else I've always cared in my life about what everybody else thinks. This one issue, my body. Mm -hmm. Not even my those, choice, my body. Yeah, It's one Goodbye. of those things where you can go through the process of marrying somebody then maybe your parents aren't really you know they're i don't know very many of these families that when their kid get the daughter gets married they're ever like oh absolutely that's the one i chose it's like they're always like wow i was like what are you waiting yeah. on like some miracle man or whatever and mm -hmm. but it's and so then you're already kind of living where your parents are disapproving and then you get pregnant switch thrown oh, oh honey, so true oh, mm -hmm. just, you know let me help you this whatever and then the yeah. child is born and it's all wonderful and then the child starts to speak and then they notice that you're not beating the child and then the child starts to have his own thoughts and and no. stands up for himself and now it's not cute mm -hmm. nope and you're stuck with it because grandma don't want to deal with it grandpa's not going to deal with it you are left well and now you have to indoctrinate a new this. generation that that's exactly. the part that grows and abuse me them the most yes mm -hmm. you yeah, gotta I indoctrinate just, this new like, generation no. even if you know, if 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 you've got kids, right, and you don't want them, you know, learning things the same way you learned them, but mm -hmm. your parents are insistent enough on it, they'll, I mean, they'll they'll fill their head with whatever they want. 
And yeah. that's I've I've watched that happen, and it's super super scary too. Yeah, it's not um, happening anymore in my family because yeah, that, that got cut separated. it off. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I, I can I be really frank? Like I was also afraid of my own father. Mm. I was afraid of having kids and then being subjected to his behaviors. Mm -hmm. I didn't trust that he, if I were to go out of town and they're like, oh, we'll babysit your kids. I didn't trust that he wouldn't hurt them. Yeah. That he wouldn't spank them. I've and seen him control tragic. other children. And I'm like, <laughs> no, like, yeah. I don't care if there's no more me on this planet. I don't need, like, it, it's life is okay. And one of the beautiful things about leaving all of this is that years and years later, because of the industry I work in, <laughs> which never went down well with anybody in my family or the people from headquarters, obviously, because I'm in a full on secular space. Mm -hmm. And I met so many incredible humans that also made the same choice. Mm -hmm. I didn't want kids. It's just not for me. And I was like, wow, it really is okay to do this. Yeah, like, there's it nothing can wrong be with normal. That at all. It is a choice. Why are we subjected to someone else's opinion and it gets thrusted so deeply upon us that we just have to comply? Mm -hmm. Who said I mean, so? Because yeah. it's 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 partial biology, built-in biology. You know, sure. you are a a being and you should reproduce to maintain the status of your being. I can. And then they That's right. That, that's the thing right there, Lindsay, because Good, I every other time we're not supposed to give in to our animalistic tendencies, right? Yeah. But but this one biological... Dude, right. <laughs> once it's fully sanctioned, once it's sanctioned, yeah, exactly. once the priest gets up and says, you can now right. have sexual relations with your wife. First, do your first intimate moment that you've ever had. I want you to do it in front of this crowd of people in the church. Let's go. Right. Can you imagine back in the day when you first, had to oh, do yeah. that? Yeah, that was a thing like in medieval times. Dude, yeah. I would have never gotten Gross. married. I'm sure. I'm sure no, Gothard would no have loved about that. It. You imagine? Wow. He's like, bring as long as he can see your feet. Just, I just want to watch. But I just actually want to watch. I just want to see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't marry this one. Look at those feet. Wow. Those toes. Oh, Is that a hoof? No, no, that's not. Mm -mm. <laughs> those toes are fingers. <laughs> She's got a hoof. Uh, uh, I, guys we are already uh over an hour into this and it's I, been I know so exciting it, it has been i can't believe it's already been an hour bryce did you have so any short. um any uh really important questions or or comments that we needed to address from the episodes from the comments in the previous episodes hmm. i mean there there's not a lot Hit me of with it. questions <laughs> i mean there's there's that person <laughs> that you mentioned i think before we started and i was looking at some of her comments and i was like i don't know if you saw it davy by um, i don't know i can't bring bridget rising bridget rising she's she's got some comments in here that's like holy smoke um, i really so this is live right like it's you don't yes, record it's live. this and repost it oh it'll it, no, no it'll be it'll it'll it stay on, on youtube okay. yeah it'll it'll stay on oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah so i will say last night i you guys I, <laughs> I do not mean this arrogantly. I swear it. I've been asked to do so many different podcasts since the show. And it is hard for me to keep up with every show's postings of the of the podcast and the videos because I want to be able to comment to everybody. Like I genuinely want to go in there and completely like go ham and troll the comments and share no. with everybody. Um, and I had completely spaced on checking back into you guys's videos. So I apologize for that. Um, so last night I was like, oh, shoot, I haven't gone through. So I was reading all these different comments and I came across Bridget Rice again. I was like, oh, 
this is her. This is the girl that came up to headquarters with me from Atlanta. She came oh, up wow. with her sister, Rachel. She and I, you know, I remember these things clearly, but I don't remember some of the details. And she filled them in in the comments. And she was I was 18. She was 16. Her sister was 12. Mm. 12. And Bill yeah. Gothard picked them out and brought them up to headquarters. So we went to Indianapolis for the counseling seminar, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't remember like who was roommates or where I was, but she shares that we were roommates there. And I think that her sister was also with us, given that she was 12. Um, and then we went on to headquarters. And I think we actually roommated. I, I, this kind of triggered our memories. And I'm like, I think we roommated or we were at least in the same house for a little while um, at headquarters. But, um, you know, I'll leave some of the details there in the comments for people to check out. But but honestly, Bridget, if you watch this, you need to email me. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I was elated to see you in the comments. I to reconnect with you at this point and with some of the things that you were sharing, I we need to have a conversation. So please email me thecultchronicles at gmail.com. Um, I we need to connect and have a conversation. And I just I just want to hear your voice. Oh my gosh. Like th this was 26 years ago mm. that this happened. And a journey that we collectively went on and it was several weeks and then it became a few months. And then I honestly don't know what happened to them. I don't remember why they left headquarters. I don't remember when they left headquarters because I also was going through my own traumas with Bill. Right. So I was very cloudy on a lot of different things, but I'm like, girl, please, like, seriously, please reach out to me. Well, I, uh, I appreciate that, Lindsay, because I, I know the comments are just full of people who relate so much to what you've said on you know on the shiny happy people documentary on on the podcast episodes that we did and and i know uh there's gonna there's gonna be a lot from from this live stream as well i mean this sure. was obviously you know more fun and um <laughs> comedic in nature but, but still <laughs> even the stuff you're talking about with you know how to how to develop a healthy relationship after you've experienced trauma how to deal with you know uh, authority figures in your life that no longer deserve to be authority figures in your mm -hmm. life uh, you know uh people people relate to this stuff uh i know it um it resonates with me so uh so thank you again also i know i know you've got a couple different uh social media accounts do you want to do you want to plug those as well Sure, I'm going to plug those. But I also want to say as far as the relationships go, Davey, that, you know, I'm unique in that I married someone who was ATI and IBLP. Mm. And I think for a lot of people that are married to somebody who is not, I can't imagine how difficult that would be. Because sure. the person who is not IBLP and ATI is bringing they are accepting a relationship with someone that they actually don't understand the depth of the damage yeah. and you can tell them like hey i was raising a cult and this da, 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 da. but the day-to-day -day and living with someone and starting to see those mental breakdowns or the fallacies that they kind of follow or the the stigmas that they can't really shake from themselves yeah. i can't i can only imagine like how difficult that would be in a relationship to try to help that person and also being the person who was raised in this this experience that we were raised in being with someone who's not in it yeah. And I would I would hope for people that you're able to find someone who has a type of kindness. And I don't mean this in the triggering IBLP way, but a type of like curated sort of like leadership to Ooh. to to help bring you it out of it to, yeah. you know, like I have amazing Absolutely. friends that have helped me um, where I'm like, I know I would never marry this person. But the fact that as a friend, they were help they were able to help me see that I needed to go to therapy. 
Right. You know, with no judgment, with no stigma that like you are going to be better for it. And sweetheart, it's going to be really bad for a while and it's going to really suck. And it's going to dig up all of the the scars and scabs that you don't want to deal with. But like, I'll be here for you. Yeah. I think in relationships, when it's one sided like that, the other the person who is non IBLP ATI has to really dig in deep with the love that they have for a very, very damaged person. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people that are IBLP ATI to think that like, I can't date people that aren't in the same culture, but I think that they also need to be very honest with the people that they do date. Like, look, I am really trying and I'm, I am growing and I'm responsible for my actions and I own that. But there's a lot of things that are so deeply programmed in me that I need your patience. And I need your understanding. The one thing that I think that happens with ATI kids, especially, is we don't communicate. Like we're effective communicators in this type of platform or like when we're like, oh, my God, it's funny. And we can talk to our bosses and we can work. We work within trauma and, and stresses. But when it comes to intimate relationships, we don't communicate well. We have a lot of assumption. We do a lot of like deep back of our mind uh, hamster wheeling, but we don't effectively assert it out of our faces. And I know that sounds silly, but we need to emote and we need to actually expel what's happening in our heads because the people that are around us do not know what's going on in there. And when we start to shed that and share that with people, we're afraid that we will be rejected. We will afraid that people will become afraid of us. And it's simply not true. Or I have found so much yeah. love. Yeah. Or judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that if we, if we're able to set up the conversation, I'm in therapy or I'm, I'm learning to deal with this. There's a lot of things with, with, scripture and and religion that I'm trying to deconstruct. Let me share what that word means with you. Obviously, this is not a first date conversation, but it's, (laughs) but it's like, but you know what I mean? Like if you're getting really serious, like be honest with them, because would you not want them to be honest with you if the tables were turned, if they, let's say they had like this horrific trauma in their life and they started to unveil it to you and you could be the genuine love to them to nurture them through their tough time because your love is that strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Be courageous and just I, be honest. That that <clears throat> that is so true, Lindsay. Especially being able to verbalize that to someone. Yeah. If, if you know you're you're looking at a relationship potential here, definitely. I mean, I I struggled for a long time with substance abuse. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been sober for a long time, but I share that with with people or a person. It's a great that, parallel. You, yeah. you know, I'm I'm thinking about entering into a relationship with. Yeah, uh, because they deserve to know. They need to understand. The, these are the risks inherent. There's a in tendency, creating. yeah, that there could be a potential, and and yeah. and that is that is relationship building. Mm-hmm. You know, withholding it, you're holding in your shame, you're holding in your guilt. Now you have secrets, and you haven't even started. Yeah, like like just share where you're at with honesty. And look, if they can't handle it, you're the better for that. Absolutely. You are the better for, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not really interested in someone who is a drug addict. I, I I, like, you're so kind, Davey, but I'm just, I, this isn't for me. It hurts. Like I'm not interested in a cult kid. (laughs) Sorry, Lindsay. (laughs) Sorry, Bryce is gone now and I don't have enough goats, but uh, it's, it's too much. You're too much for me. Uh, Well, it hurt my heart that you couldn't care about me enough, enough, but you know what? I would rather know that now 
and Absolutely. just have it move, yes. and, and move into the spaces where I can find the person that I'm meant to be supported by. And we, and we have to respect other people's limitations on that Absolutely. too. It might not necessarily be that they can't Maybe love their parents were yeah. drug addicts. Absolutely. Maybe their yeah. parents were There's in cults and they're like, mm, I've been down mm -hmm. this road. Yeah. Yep. You never, ever know. So I think not to trigger with, with, with some of the ATI words, but like having compassion for people mm -hmm. and understanding where they're at, but also compassion for yourself that you do deserve to be honest with someone that you're going to care about and not hide those secrets inside of yourself. Definitely. And honestly, with IBLP people, our <laughs> secrets are not as dastardly as we've been gaslit to believe. That's right. They're just not. I kissed a boy I kissed at headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm a bastard, y'all. I was it's born a bastard. Like, damn. Yeah. Game I, uh, over. I you do know, think, though, that I, I mean, Lindsay, it it's it's so impressive what you and your husband have been able to accomplish because mm -hmm. I I will tell you I've known a lot of people that grew up in this same cult, yeah, um, and were very influential in this cult that got married to other cult members and it did not work. And a lot of it was because they're coming out of this very traumatic environment that they didn't even realize was traumatic until after they were out of it. Yeah. A lot of times um, they were deprogramming and realized I don't know who I am and I, I need to go, you know, rediscover myself and I can't do it with you. So the yeah. work that I know that took for you and your husband is just, so impressive um and and i think it it deserves that recognition so well i own him so <laughs> <laughs> those pillowy lips will never touch <laughs> <laughs> no one else gets up so I, Lindsay's told him today, I was like uh, i protect you at all costs you are my national treasure i own you <laughs> <laughs> i love that hey it's nice it's nice to be wanted you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good to be owned within reason. <laughs> Lindsay is looking for a lifetime and Hallmark to start a bidding war on her story. Uh, so if you want to send imagine? her some emails oh so that she just wants oh, to pay that house great. off like that. You know, she's hey, ready. I'll do the makeup and hair for whoever leads the cast, man. There you go. There's a budget <laughs> savings right there. Hell yeah. Oh, Lindsay, one, on the other, back end. one other quick question, Lindsay. Sure. That I, I love this one. Your favorite drugstore makeup. Oh my gosh. One? I love this. Um, Oh, oh. But, hmm. L'Oreal for mascara, okay. Maybelline for mascara. For Why eyeshadows, you write this down because I'm gonna need to know. Later. <laughs> for eyeshadows, I would probably go with ColourPop, but I honestly don't know if that's drugstore at this point. I feel like drugstore is like such a weird word at this point. You know what I mean? Because everything can be so uh, ordered online. But I think when you're looking for a cheaper price point, I think ColourPop is really amazing. Alexandra, but I'm I'm into Great like question. I will honestly say I don't buy a lot of drugstore makeup, but but I buy mascaras from drugstores. Okay, so what's your, and what's your favorite makeup brand? We just became a makeup channel. Oh, right? you cannot, Congratulations! You can't to us. do this to me. You can't do this to me. You can't do this oh. to me. Um, Are you sponsored by any of them? No, I'm not. I would okay, love cool. to so sponsor me. Anybody effective. call me. <laughs> um, no, but, get with her right I, now. <laughs> call me. Um, I think because I'm a makeup artist professionally, I have so many brands. Oh, gotcha. Um, so I've, it's, I would be, it would be easier for me to tell you my favorite brands by product. If you're like, what's your favorite foundation brand? What's your favorite mascara brand? What's your favorite lipstick? And that would take us another hour and a half. So oh gosh. Um, let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> but I am, uh, I'm around on crazy pretty on my there Instagram. We go. You guys can hit me up there. 
Um, my work is also at crazypretty.com. And like you were asking earlier for my other socials and information, you guys can find me at uh, Instagram and TikTok uh, at The Cult Chronicles, which is right here. Um, and my email is thecultchronicles at gmail.com. Love it. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Y'all go follow Always. her wherever you can. Uh, if you want makeup content, go to Crazy Pretty. Mm. If also, you want, if you want oh, makeup content, sorry, if you want makeup ahead. information and stuff like that, although it's more industry stuff, but it's still fun. I do have a podcast and do it's called really? we, yeah, I do. It's called we speak beauty. We have almost 100 episodes and, uh, you know, you can check us out there. Crazy that I've never been invited on that one, Lindsay. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, I've had you on my podcast well, so much and never invited you to talk about makeup. What's, what's, your, what's your beauty routine, Davey? You know what? Uh, I wash Soap my and water. face. Pretty much every day. Red pretty much every, But I have used makeup wipes before. I've done that. What uh, kind? I used to wear eyeliner. Wore eyeliner and what used kind nail of makeup polish. Wipes? What brand? Utrechina. Is that good? Is good that on good you. Right? Okay. That is yeah. a brand. Congratulations. I've used those before when I was too lazy to wash my face. <laughs> what was your liner? What was your liner brand? Because it went wild. He can't remember. Uh, stolen from a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was in the it bottom probably of the Matt, Probably Matt Cosmetics. <laughs> most likely, yeah, most I'll likely. I'll bet it was. <laughs> what about beard products? That's, that's what I use. Oh, I love beard oils. Yeah, product. give me some yeah. beard oil products. Oh, what do you like? Um, I have the um, death, what's it called? Because, you know, I, it doesn't last forever. Um, yeah. And now the I can't spit think in my of mouth it. Look, beard I've oil. been sick. <laughs> I've been sick. No, it's like uh, grave, grave before shave. Oh, I haven't heard of this one. Yeah, they've got that's a kind of a cool name too. Okay, it, it is a yeah, cool name. I like it. Oh, Chastity you... uses uh, "Tame the Wild," so oh, pretty cool. I like that one. Do like you under trim your beard? I don't maintain it like I should because I don't have to leave the house. Uh, okay, to go that's to work, fair. but I do yeah. pay to get it all done. You know, every, <laughs> you're like three all months. done. <laughs> all it gets done up every now. Do and all of beards as big as yours need? some good under trimming because otherwise it just starts to like oh yeah it's right now it's, it's, it's at oh you should point. see really when he goes back in the barber lindsay it is a thing i'll bet beauty. it is tight it is nice. it's that picture you use and all the thumbnails yeah. although it looks like i'm wearing makeup you look fantastic picture. i had this male like model one time he was it's gorgeous gender ginger guy like just gorgeous hair but his <laughs> beard he, he showed up i swear it his beard was like this and i just stepped back i was like what is, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> so I took like the top layer of his beard and I picked it up and he was growing so much like tighter coil underneath that it was shoving his beard oh, all, like, no. like over. No, <laughs> no, was, like, no, 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 Dude, you need to, you need to trim this stuff. I and wish so I could like, grow facial like, hair like that. That would be amazing. <laughs> glorious. I grow enough for Louvet. both of us. That's true. Yeah, Bryce has so <laughs> yeah, much you got a, You got a good beard going on. He really does. I like it. And he well, grows that in like a month. Don't. You know? <laughs> no, no, this is at least four. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you again so very Absolutely. much. Y'all follow her. Check out the podcast, Crazy Pretty and The Cult Chronicles. Um, so podcast make sure that you, yep. you go support her on, on the socials. Uh, Bryce, thank you so much for being here. I know you don't really plug your socials, but we do have a new online merch store. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Go check out friendswithdavy.com. Bryce has his customer service survivor merch on there as well. Pretty nice. cool stuff. Oh, and we just uploaded some new stand-up merch too. Some of the, the oh, stuff nice. that I sell at my shows is now available on the website. Are you ever is... coming to LA? 
I need We'd to. Like I was supposed to. to be there in December, as a matter of fact. Oh, please tell me when you're coming to LA. I will absolutely. I, I, I will come, come and take groom. a dip in your pool. I will come. No, nah, not in December. It's going to be very. Um, everything will shrink. <laughs> no, swear it will all shrink up. <laughs> it gets cold here at night, and people don't realize right that. People don't realize how cold it gets here in the evenings in the winter. That's true. Yeah, and you that's don't want to be in the kind pool. of a recent development. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It is freaking cold we can't Not get fun. in our pool now no yeah i know well we'll it definitely hurts. let you know when we make it out oh, we'll, to, uh, we'll, LA we'll, sure. we'll we'll have a moment and i'll i'll put some powder on your face before you go on stage <laughs> i love that <laughs> i'll steal an eyeliner it'll perfect be, oh how about i give you one <laughs> <laughs> well Lindsay, thank you again y'all thank you so much for thank joining you. and watching uh please like comment share subscribe we love you so much and we will see you next time thanks y'all night